Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. You ever heard this Mark Caballi guy? No. Does it not ring a bell? Is he someone that's likely to eat a pizza oh, rolled a pizza rolled into like a taco? What was that meal called a Sharkies? Not at all. Everyone did it. Whoa. What uh, was that meal? Do you remember that at Sharkies? Um, I mean, the grilled cheese cheeseburger is the OG. Right. But yeah, they had like the fat guy's pizza or the yeah. fat guy's delight. It was just a pizza. I, I think Max Starks just ate it all by himself. Oh, dude. I don't know if you ever saw Max like at Sharky's or at Dino's when we were in Latrobe. I heard it's a spectacle. It was remarkable. There was one time when I was there and I was doing a show with Jerry D and Labs, and Max just walked in, just wanted to get food, and the guys uh, like invited him on to do a segment and invited him to have a beer with them, and after the show, and Max gets one of those boots, right? Yes. The big ones. Yes. It's gone, and it's not like he's trying to impress anyone, but it's Just gone in it. like 15 seconds. And then uh, if you've seen Scooby-Doo... The way Shaggy eats the sandwiches, where yeah. it's like the giant one. That he and his just, jaw extends. He can detach his jaw and open it yeah. as wide as it can go uh, and just kind of eats it in one bite. That's kind of how he did with the fat guy's pizza or yeah. the grilled cheese cheeseburger, just like oh, almost like he's taking a pill, like a, like a, like a medical uh, pill. A sight um, to be seen for sure. But, but go ahead, Kabali. Kaboom had a pretty good article in The Athletic about the competition for Kenny Pickett, and his point was, unless it's Mason Rudolph, is Kenny really going to take any competition seriously? If it's Tannehill, is Kenny just going to kind of look at him as like, you're old, you're washed up, I don't really have any real threat from you whatsoever. If it's Justin Fields, there's no competition because it's Justin Fields' job, and Kenny's yeah. just going to become a backup. That's such a weird perspective because it, it's both ends of the spectrum. But if Either it's, the guy they bring in is going to be far superior and there's no competition for Kenny to get the number one. Or he's not really going to be a real threat. Or the, other, or the other end, which is the other guy is, right, not a threat at all, so what does Kenny have to What's worry about? What's Kenny have to worry about? And then Kaboom's point was the only guy that's likely to be back, that it's logical to assume will be back, that can push Kenny, is Mason. Because at the end of this past season, when Kenny was healthy, job didn't go right back to Kenny Pickett. So you can say that Mason Rudolph has already kind of beaten Kenny Pickett out once at the end of last season. And if he were the quarterback to come back, and he were the number two quarterback heading into training camp, and there was a competition between the two, then I think Kenny Pickett would have a legit shot to win the starting job, which he wouldn't with Ryan, or excuse me, with Justin Fields there, at least in my eyes, and also would legitimately fear that he could lose the starting job, unlike with Ryan Tannehill in the fold. So, you know, Kabali really nailed it, I think, in that article. If they really want to have a competition at the quarterback position, legitimate one, that has your starter, Kenny Pickett, worried about losing his job, nervous that that could happen, and your number two, you know, 
legitimately pushing him, Mason Rudolph's your probably only option to to really have that play out. Well, I might push if you back, want the competition. I might push back on that and say he just because Kenny's looking at Tannehill as a guy that he thinks he's better than. I wouldn't look at it that way. I don't know if Tannehill, I would either. Tannehill was was at his best under Arthur Smith. You pair the two of them together, you're just assuming that he's not going to vie for the number one spot. I, I don't know. I just feel like it would be less threatening than if it were Mason Rudolph. Yeah, like Mason Rudolph would be like, okay, because this guy did beat me out. Beat me out, and then like, not to say that my teammates don't like me, but he won over a lot of my teammates, especially the wide receiver core in those past three games of the season. I mean, you heard some of the comments after the season that some of the the players made, and I just think that that would be if the route that the Steelers say they want to go is indeed the route that they want to go, which is we want to have Kenny be the starter, but mm-hmm. we really want to push him legitimately, then I agree with Kabali that Mason Rudolph is your is your top-of-the-list best option to ensure that that is going to happen. Maybe Tannehill does push Kenny. Maybe Tannehill does make him a little bit nervous. Maybe he has a good camp and, and has a legitimate shot at the starting job, but I'm just not 100% certain that that would be the case. With Rudolph, I know for a fact that the day that the pen is put to the paper – it's on as far as that quarterback competition is. When it's Tannehill, I'll always have my doubts until we get to training camp and until we maybe see Tannehill blow the doors off of Kenny. Uh, but in May and June and July, I'd be like, is this really, really going to push him? Is this really somebody that's a threat? He's 37 years old and has had some bad injuries already. It is It is crazy to think that Tannehill is that old already, given that around he, a long he time. really didn't seem to— Was a franchise guy for two different— Teams took the Dolphins to the playoffs, was hurt mm-hmm. the year they went to the playoffs, and then Bud Dupree decapitated his backup in the oh, playoffs. Oh, Chad game. Henney, right. But Tannehill beat that Steelers team earlier in the regular season, if you right. recall. And in then, Miami, in the, in the heat, I remember And then he goes game. to Tennessee because that didn't work out in Miami, and it's like, okay, I guess I'm a backup for the rest of my career. Didn't take long Not to overtake case. Marcus Mariota, and then he had another great run as a franchise guy with the Titans. Like. What are the odds that he comes in and has a two, three year run as a franchise type guy with the Steelers? Like a third team? I'm just He's not that level of quarterback where you could be like, oh, he's Kurt Warner. He'll go from the Rams to the right. Cardinals and be great. Like it's it's the Rams to the Giants, as well in the Giants, and then the Cardinals. Third yeah. Team. Like and yeah, and I just and find it hard to believe he'd have success on this third team. You already tried to find a guy who you could maybe call a franchise guy for another franchise and Mitch Trubisky, and you thought, okay, well, can he do that again for Pittsburgh, and you failed, or rather, yes, he you failed. failed that. Let's just go with, the, and and this is the tricky part because Mason has to agree to come back, mm-hmm. but just go with the devil that you know for a change. Go with the quarterback that has been here longer than Pickett has. I mean, he's becoming quietly Mason is one of the most tenured guys on that offensive side of the ball, maybe the most tenured guy on the offensive side of the ball. So bring back that guy. Um, I know I've said on this podcast before that I I wouldn't hate Tannehill coming in, and I still don't think I would. But if I had my choice between Mason and Tannehill, I'm picking Mason before just about any other quarterback in the NFL, you know, unless they offer me Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Mason is the one that I'd want. I just am nervous that Mason would want the Steelers as well. Yeah, it's I I always just harpen back to Mason's outlook on this does he really think he has a better option of making it in the nfl outside of pittsburgh 
He doesn't. I don't think there's another team out there that he'll have as good. A, we've said this a thousand times. He'll have as good of a chance to start on mm-hmm. than the Steelers. So if he views himself as a legitimate, you know, I can make a couple years run together as a starter in this league, then I don't see why he wouldn't want to come back to Pittsburgh. Why he couldn't see that he can beat out Kenny Pickett when he pretty much already has uh, mm-hmm. once before. But it all depends on how Mason Rudolph views himself. What if he views he view himself, himself as being an elite mm-hmm. backup and finding a very lucrative and long career as a backup to one of the premier starters around the league? Um, that is certainly something that I would not be surprised that a guy entering his sixth, seventh year who has kind of been toiling in the desert, toiling in purgatory for most of that, wouldn't be surprised if that was his mindset. But then again, Mason Rudolph was a stud in college. Mason Rudolph, you know, you go back to those high school days, those middle school days, the backyard days, Mason Rudolph was envisioning himself winning Super Bowls and being a guy for a franchise. And I don't know how much adversity it takes to extinguish that kind of flame and desire for a player that reaches this level because I'm nowhere close to this level. Mm-hmm. But you have to imagine that deep down, it still flickers a little bit. And this Pittsburgh opportunity is kind of like when you're at the campfire and it's starting to, to dwindle a little bit and you <laughs> like, like he, starting to feel like there is a path to start in this league again. When I thought that that dream has been completely extinguished. So who knows what his mindset is? Yes. There has been some Rocky experiences with this franchise in the past, Sure, but it's also the best chance you have to be the starter. If that is what you desire. Uh, March 10th, whenever, the week before St. Patrick's when Day, the, when this league start, starts, starts again, yeah, it starts anew. Uh, Mason Rudolph year. is just going to be such a fascinating thing to keep Name your eye to on. to watch, and, yep. And God, I hope the Steelers can get things done before he hits free agency, but I just don't see why he wouldn't want to at least test it. Yeah, he's going to want to. I don't know it. why he wouldn't want to. He's going to want to test it because maybe he's thinking, Tom, realistically, and I don't blame him for doing this. I put out a hell of a tape at the end of the year. Maybe there is a team out there that's got some questions at quarterback and maybe they have a high a draft pick, but they're not sure if the guy they're going to end up getting is the guy. Would you put and it maybe past they the, take a floater on me. Would you put it past an NFL team to overpay for the quarterback no, position? it happens every year. All the time it happens. So... And I'm not talking about an overpay as he's a starter and he's going to get like 15 mil. I'm talking no, about but he'll get. overpay as a backup where mm-hmm. he's getting like 7 mil maybe, 6 mil, something crazy just because the team has enough cap space to burn and wants that stability in that backup spot. They've moved on from Mitch Trubisky, the Steelers have. So that that plan of you just take the Mitch money and you move it over to Mason, it's starting to move forward that way. They have freed up the money from Mitch to move to Mason. It's just a matter of Mason wanting to accept that deal or not. And again... You'd like this deal to break today on on X or right. or next week before March rolls around and the new league year starts. But if you're Mason Rudolph and his agent, it would really be foolish of you to not at least try let that phone start ringing and start taking offers from outside teams. Maybe you want to come back to Pittsburgh, and maybe the offer that the Steelers had floated you in the time before free agency officially started was good enough in your eyes. But you can't just say yes without at least seeing what. Vikings have to say, the Giants have to say, somebody might offer half a million more. Who knows? So as much as you would want a Steeler fans to get this thing locked up, 
have your two quarterbacks ready to go by the time March rolls around. It's just not going to happen that way. Mason's definitely going to test the waters. He's going to. Um, I just don't see if you're the Steelers and you don't make an offer to Justin Fields and you don't make an offer to a guy like Kirk Cousins, who I think is a step above Tannehill. I don't think that's arguable. If, if you're planning on moving forward with Kenny, potentially Ryan Tannehill, or an equivalent, and maybe a rookie, why would you not try to focus that attention or, or use that money that you would be willing to use on Tannehill and a rookie and combine it all for Mason? I would combine it all for Mason. Mason's my choice, like I said. And then as far as the third quarterback is concerned, I want to see him take a sixth-round pick, fifth-round pick even maybe on a quarterback in this draft. Um, I'm not saying that it pans out. Maybe his ceiling is a backup, but I want to have that lottery ticket in my hand, right? I want to scratch that off. 95% chance that taking a quarterback that late, you're going to scratch off that lottery ticket and it's going to say something like, you just want another free ticket or F you, you suck, don't play the lottery. Mm -hmm. But I want to scratch it off because what if it is kind of like a Purdy or what if it is kind of like a Wilson or what if it is kind of like a Dak? No, it happens. You hit on quarterbacks in that late spot. So I want Ken- Kenny's back. I want Mason back. Then I want a quarterback in that fifth, sixth, seventh round range. Just just to see, you know, just to dip your toe in that water. I know you got other needs, but screw it. You desperately need a quarterback. Um, you just saw why the Chiefs keep winning football games despite the team changing <laughs> over and over and over again. It's because they got the quarterback. I want the quarterback. Take a chance in those later rounds. See if you find maybe a diamond in the rough. You probably won't. You probably find an emergency mm-hmm. third string quarterback for this year, and maybe he's not even on the team in the next two years. But just take a shot there. I don't want to use an early draft pick on one. You yeah. got you got too many other needs. But fifth round starts to roll around, and you like a quarterback that's on the board. Maybe someone's falling a little bit. Take a stab at him. See if maybe you find somebody that's not a franchise guy, but maybe he's better than the two guys you got. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What do you, or rather, how much credit do you give to the storyline of a lot of people are saying that teams are trying to focus on the quarterback from this year's draft class because they're looking ahead to next year's. And Is next year's good or bad? They're saying it's bad. It's bad. So this so year's they're saying loaded. teams who are normally shouldn't, or not normally, but shouldn't be taking a quarterback here, are in that are in a position to get a quarterback next year, are maybe going to trade up this year because next year's is bad. What happens if you don't bring in a Justin Fields? You don't bring in a Kirk. You don't re-sign Mason. You move forward with 
a low draft pick, Kenny Pickett and Ryan Tannehill. Next year, you have no draft prospects for you at that position. How do you feel about that? Because you're gonna if if it's the same if it's more well, of the same. Hopefully, what happens is Mason or Kenny plays really well. No, I'm saying there's no Mason it. on the team this year, and Tannehill there's no pick, Kirk, there's no Fields. Don't play well, both right. of them. So hopefully, you just get a high draft pick. But what does that do? They're for still you probably going to be a pretty good quarterback. You know, there will be like one will emerge. Mm-hmm. It's not as loaded as this class, though. There's no Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams isn't Andrew Luck, though. He's not. I, I don't view him as this can't miss prospect. I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he might be great even. But no, I mean, I, I don't to think be honest, like Caleb Williams. Dunk. The right. fact that the Bears are thinking about it doesn't that tell Proof you that it's not you. a Luck? It's mm-hmm. not a Manning. Like, yeah. No, I mean, it's you're not going to get a Luck or a Manning every year. I mean, C.J. Shroud was taken at number two. No, the Brad, last, that was that was Carolina's mistake. But still, he wasn't thought of like that. No, and, and that's the what last I'm saying, one but like, even you don't, you entered never that category know. was Lawrence. Like, he was the only one that uh, was kind of like— See, I might push back and say it was Burrow. No, because Burrow came on super strong late, and there was always the questions about, like, well, he only had, like, one great year in college. Lawrence was like from day one, Clemson, top prospect, top and he recruit, made it to the playoffs won the title, every year in Clemson, went to the yeah. Final Four. Like, this guy can't miss. And I don't know if he has missed, but even with Lawrence, even with your suggestion of Burrow, they weren't at that luck. Like, luck was the only one that was like, you will this get it, this, this restart your franchise, right? Guaranteed of great quarterback play. And then it worked out. He went, he went, he made the playoffs his rookie year in Indianapolis. So, you know, I mean, a team moved on from Peyton Manning, who was the last Andrew Luck, just to get this Andrew Luck, like the Andrew Luck. That yeah. that, that no prospect since then has has met that level. Um, so, despite this class, you know, being loaded at the top for sure, still doesn't have that nailed on guy. And, and, right. and it's unfair to say that because I mean, we Manning, Luck, those are like two of them at the very very top of the list that it's like. I can legitimately say was no doubter picks even in the moment. Um, they're generational players for a reason. They don't come around very often. I know. So, this is so like next sh- year, you know, yeah, you you go into those murky waters of maybe a lesser quarterback class, but it's not a guarantee that the top quarterback in next year's class is better than anyone that comes out of this perceived loaded class. Maybe there's just not as much depth in next year's class. I know this is cheating because I'm using the best example to use here, but like even Brady was a six round draft pick. You just never know. So that's why I want to take that just take that pick in the fifth round, sixth yeah. round. Just, just I was talking about more so the front end, but your point remains true on the back end too. Well yeah. You yeah, never yeah. know who you're gonna get in those later rounds. And in the front rounds you it might just be a wasted pick because the best guy available, you have no idea who he is because no one's looking at him as a first round talent. I mean they had they Famously said that they had Mason Rudolph as a first round talent when they picked him in the third, fourth round, whenever they picked him. So, yeah, you will have guys that fall into that. Well, Mason Rudolph came out of that draft class of Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Rosen. You will have guys. Baker Mayfield. Like, he was the only one of that big five that was taken outside of that first round. Quarterbacks are just so, you know, eye of the beholder. You, some got some coach sees something in one quarterback that another coach doesn't even pick up at all. Like it's just, it's really such a tough position to draft and, and have success at because it's so hard to truly evaluate. You know, this kid could look like a Greek god, but 
what's he going to do when, when Khalil Mack or, or Max Crosby's breathing down him 24-7? What's he going to do when he starts facing pressure when players are NFL open, which isn't really open, mm-hmm. but you still got to fit balls in the wind? What's, what's he going to react like there? You know, he looks great in gym shorts, but when you really get onto the field, you just, you're never going to know uh, what you're going to get. But the point is, there's always going to be a guy in that fifth or sixth round where you're like, I thought he would be a third rounder. I thought he'd be maybe a second rounder, even if a team, you know, liked him the way that we do. I I just think that that's a very smart path for them to go down uh, and a very logical Steelers path for them to go down because you still see a lot of the fantasy out there. You still see a lot of the wishful thinking and that's what we're going to get into a lot more in this next episode, as well as ESPN did a list of oh. a love list season. I uh, mean, we're in it, baby. Every NFL we got a list of our own coming up. Every today. NFL team's biggest needs or biggest question marks, excuse me, in this off season. So, what do you think the Steelers is? I mean, it's if it's not quarterback, yeah, I don't know is. what it could be. Uh, so we'll talk about that. That kind of ties in nicely to what Kabali was writing about. And then we'll also look quickly at the other three AFC North teams and see what their biggest question right. marks are. As well, but before we get to that, just because it's the off season doesn't mean you can't gear up with all the latest gear, sideline apparel, jerseys, up. hats, anything at the Steelers Pro Shop. They're located at Acrisure Stadium. Yes, it is still open at Acrisure Stadium despite it being the off season. The Grove City Premium Outlets, the Tanger Outlets, or you can shop online at shop.steelers.com. Gear up this off season. Get yourself looking ready. When training camp rolls around, you know, that nice number 22 Nodge jersey, get mm. that going. And the know. bold numbers. Yeah, number oh, 90 stitched TJ it. Watt block letter jersey. Stop get a new it. one, get a fresh one, and show out when you show up at training camp uh, months and months away. But, hey, it's always good to have a plan. So shop.steelers.com or any of the locations I told you about, get your gear from the Steelers Pro Shop. Talk about the ESPN article. Keep talking about this quarterback situation next on the Steelers Standard. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 